Peace and blessings, beautiful people. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. <laughs> so you guys, today we wanted to talk to you about planning your own vision. Planning and living your own vision. Yesterday we was watching a documentary on... Nina Simone. Was it Netflix? It was on Netflix, yes. On Netflix about Nina Simone and... When it went off, like, it really made an impression on me. I was so sad. My heart was just heavy. Even this morning, I woke up thinking about Nina Simone. My heart was really heavy. Um, the vision that she had for her life was she wanted to be the first black concert classical pianist. That's what she wanted to be. And she studied that from the time she was four. She studied piano. And she even had a piano coach, a piano teacher. Right. She had been trained classically for piano. And she talked about how as a, a young girl, how she didn't fit in anywhere. She didn't fit in with the white people because of, you know, Jim Crow and all that that was going on. She didn't really fit in with the black people because none of the black kids w were doing what she was doing. So she was isolated and she spent hours every day practicing the piano. Yeah, and uh, at 19, she was she tried to get into what the Curtis Music School, the Curtis Institute, Institute, and uh, she was denied the based on her race, based on her race because she she really was trained and she knew she had the ability, and uh, that, she said that was really heartbreaking for her. Right, she started working in a um, some type of lounge or something, and she used to play, and she was supporting her family. And then, um, but the guy, the owner, whoever told her, you know, you're going to have to start singing. And that's how she started singing. She became Nina Simone because her mom was a preacher and she didn't want her mom to know what she was doing. And so she gave herself the stage name, Nina Simone. And that's how she became Nina Simone. But she started singing and people started taking notice of her. But even underneath all of that, her vision for herself was to play Carnegie Hall as a classical pian pianist. pianist yeah. Right. That's what she wanted, to play Carnegie Hall as a classical pianist. Um, she later on got married. Uh, her husband was very abusive, according to the documentary. He used to beat on her, like, severely. Yeah. And um, he did... <laughs> It, I was conflicted because at one point it seemed like he really loved her. Yeah, in the beginning of their relationship, they seemed to be very much in love. They loved each other. Yes. yes. And you could see the love in the photos, the way they looked at each other. You could see the love and how he was, he was focused on getting her to where he thought she wanted to be. Um, he did, he, he because he became her manager, he did get her to Carnegie Hall, but she was not playing classical music and she was sad about that she did go ahead and perform but it was not what she wanted it was never what she had envisioned for herself and it just seemed like everyone that she was around it was all about their agenda yeah. the vision that they had for Nina like they would take their agenda and then just plug Nina into their agenda and she went through the whole civil rights movement again still that wasn't what she wanted like every step along the way she was living someone else's vision never living her own 
Yeah, and that made her very, very unhappy. She spent a lot of time being sad and depressed. And when she would be put into these shows, she would just perform. And it wouldn't even be any kind of an emotional connection to it or any kind of connection to the performance. It's just, I'm out here doing this. And very was, robotic. Yeah, and she was just sad and depressed a lot. And you could tell that she wasn't doing what she really wanted to do. She had, she suffered from mental health issues. And back then, you know, um, the... Um, the medical research wasn't in mental health wasn't as advanced as it is today so they really didn't know anytime she would get depressed her husband would just beat her he would just beat her and slap her around and stuff and she would have moments of rage and moments where she was manic depressed moments of where she was hyper sexual hyper and things like that when i was watching the documentary and they were describing some of the symptoms I immediately said she has mental health um, it sounded like she was bipolar and that she was um, hypersexual like I could tell from the things that because they were using a lot of her letters and her own words um, in the documentary uh, to support you know what they were showing us and so I was like yeah and then just what confirmed it was other people that were around her that said she was full of rage. She would have these moments of rage and anger. But a lot of that stemmed from she was tired. She was tired a lot. They overworked her a lot. And she rarely had time to rest. And then the time she should have been resting, she was thinking about music, the music she wanted to play. And it didn't let her rest. Right. And and she was always focused on the music. And she, there was just no rest. And then there was a moment where she said she had all these people, these families that um, relied on her. That she couldn't say, I don't feel like it today. I, you know, I don't feel good or whatever. No matter what, she had to go work because all of these other families, people that she had employed, were eating off of her, living off of her, solely dependent on Nina, which is... Don't get me started. <laughs> Don't get me started. If you are a high-profile person and people are eating off of you, okay, you need to figure that out. Do what you got to do because in the end, she was alone. All those other people, they just used her for their own purposes, their own vision. She was completely unhappy. She did leave the U.S. and she was in Liberia for a while. Then she went to Sweden for a while. Then she ended up in France. And it just was so sad because the look. Yeah, you can see the look in her eyes, how sad she was. She was so how sad. She, was. she even gone into some sort of stupor where she even looked like she may have been homeless. And it was just really sad to see her. It was even so in the performances sad. there, you can see the look in her face was like no expression. Just you can see sadness. That was it. And it made me sad. You know? And she said, yeah, she said that she wasn't happy. Yeah, she said she wasn't happy. She said she wished she'd lived her own dream and became a concert classical pianist because she felt like she would have been happier because she wasn't very happy at that time. And mm -hmm. she was pre preparing to perform then, but she wasn't happy still, but she was performing still. Right, and so... Like, if you don't really know the backstory, we listen to Nina Simone. I love her music. Yes. I had no idea. 
like the backstory behind the music um, and that just go to show you you guys you don't know how people are living they put on a smile they come out looking all glamorous you don't know how these people are living even in her marriage a lot of people today will hashtag relationship goals you have no idea what's going on in someone else's relationship you don't know that's true you do not know don't do that like that's not Y'all know, I hear a relationship goes. And her and her husband, she wrote letters that say, you know, he wasn't making love to her. He never made love to her in the way that she wanted him to. And and it and then he even said the marriage was a business. After a while it was just a business arrangement. That's all it was. But eventually she had had enough. She divorced him and left the country. Yeah. Yeah. She moved to Liberia. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so we would encourage you today to plan your vision. First, like, just tap into your own vision and then plan it and then execute it. Live your own life. Have your own vision. Don't let other people dictate your life for you. I don't care what it is. Don't let other people do that to you. If you're not happy, figure it out. Like, just figure it out and just... Because I think when she got, when she had had enough, she just left everything. She left her house, her car. She left all those fancy clothes. She left everything. everything. She divorced him and she left and left the U.S. Like she never lived in the U.S. again after that. She never lived here again after that. So that's it. And um, I also wanted to remind you guys that my life planning my life by design vision planning workshop is coming up in atlanta on saturday you can go to life by design events.info life by design events.info and get more information purchase your ticket i really want to see you there i love you guys until next time take care